my my own conversion was such that I I don't in a very long time anyway pray for any sort of miraculous healing other than uh, other than God use me you, just use me I don't want to be different because I was you know I'm made in your in your likeness in your likeness and an image I don't want to be different use me. podcast. I'm your host Mary Rose and my guest today is Anya Cooley. Thank you so much for your patience with me getting the next episode up. Um it's it's been more than um I anticipated or maybe it's been what I've anticipated running two podcasts simultaneously. Um so I'm trying to keep up with the weekly schedule as best as possible, but I have had to do some extra editing on some of my interviews because there's been um, some issues with the audio quality. So, alas, don't want to bore you with the details. But anyways, I think this is the perfect interview to follow the first three episodes. I know we've been talking about marriage and talking to people who have endured a lot of challenging circumstances in their marriages and a commonality between all of the guests that have been on so far um, is that there's been some kind of um, disability in their story, whether the disability of a spouse or of a child. And so it's perfect that I'm having Anya on because she is a disability advocate and herself has a condition called spina bifida, which she discusses what that is and how it affects her day-to-day life. But she is such an inspiration to me and I know people can say those things like so cliche like oh you're so inspiring but like just listening back to this interview as I was getting ready as I was doing the editing I'm like oh my gosh like she just right out of the gate like she is so able to see her life as not just a gift that she has received but something that she wants to offer back to God and it just reminds me of like how tight-fisted I can be with with my own life and so I'm really encouraged by her witness and I think it's a great episode to kick off the Lenten season. If you are loving this podcast, first of all, make sure that you are following or subscribing on whatever platform you're listening to and I'd love for you to leave me a five-star review. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, a written review would be amazing Um, You can follow me on social media at the Crab and the Cross podcast on Instagram and on Twitter slash X at Mary Rose Depp. All right. Now, here's my conversation with Anya Cooley. Anya Cooley is a disability rights advocate, speaker, musician and catechist from Ventura, California. She was born with spina bifida and speaks and writes about her own experiences of trials, triumphs, strength, and her desire to change the world one story at a time. You can learn more by visiting her website, lifeontheauthenticside.com. Anya, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Mary Rose. I'm so excited. Good. So I'm sure some people who are listening aren't even really sure what spina bifida is. Um, So could you explain just a little bit about what that condition is and kind of what it's, how it might affect your just day-to-day life? 
Sure. So spina bifida is a um, congenital neural tube defect. That's a that's a mouthful. Uh, it's a neural tube defect um, where the um, the spine um, doesn't um, the spine doesn't close uh, properly. Uh, there are different stages of it. So in some cases. Um, it, it, it may look just like normal. Uh, oh, really? You, you may not. I know many people who um, who have gone their entire life into you know late to, uh, mid to late twenties, um, even thirties, having no idea where this pain is from. It's um, you know uh, growth spurts and things like those can be painful, but. Um, but it, it's it's very it can be very misdiagnosed hmm. um, and um, often oversaw it. Um, so there are there are different forms, um, and I could I, I could get very technical. Yeah, about it, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is biology. This is yeah <laughs> biology. Um. So I yeah. So I. Basically, it affects, it's a neural tube defect where it affects the, um, it affects the, uh, nerve, uh, nerves and muscles. And so for, in my case, just to make it easier, mm-hmm. in my case, so I have actually the most severe form. Oh, wow. I, um, I have, I have what's called, uh, myelomeningocele. Um, say that 10 times. Before. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, so I, I have my low meningocele and it's right in the middle of my back. And so by the grace of God, I cannot say that any other way. By the grace of God, I was, you know, I was in different therapies growing up. And so I, where, um, I, most people in my case, um, might never walk or never be able to feel their legs. And I'm. I was, you know, I was in therapies from a very, very young age where um, we worked on all of uh, my motor, you know, my uh, motor skills. So while I have absolutely no feeling from the waist down. Really? I'm fully, <laughs> I'm, I'm fully ambulatory, uh, which is a shocker to most who see me in, uh, like, in person. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's like... You can fully, like, walk and everything. It's just that you don't feel what your feet are touching. Right. So, um, you know, and uh, as, a, as a teacher as well in a, uh, for my parish school, I've had lots of little ones kick me, um, <laughs> which is, yeah, it's fine. I, I laugh at it all the time. But I've had quite a, I've had a number of, of uh, little ones kick me and, question why it hurt them more than it hurt me oh my gosh (laughs) it's yeah it's and I mean same with you know that was my whole childhood growing up that was you know I get you know I get bullied and I get like kicked or whatever just as a joke Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) I I don't I'm sorry don't know what to tell you wow (laughs) maybe you should Maybe, maybe you shouldn't be picking up, period. Right, right, right. So since you said it, it so, it's like, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. 
Oh, no, go ahead. Okay, so since you said it, it's, it's like, in the middle of your back, does that mean, like, your lower back also, like, you know, even kind of your, your lower stomach, like, doesn't have any um, feeling? I, you know what, as I said, I'm an open book. I am okay. fully incontinent. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, I'm fully incontinent. Um, I've learned, I've, I've, I've learned over the years, like, how to manage it, you know, um, different signs, like, for me... You know, if I uh, if I eat too fast or uh-huh. if I eat too much, my my stomach my stomach will start to hurt, and I'll be because I can still feel some parts okay. of you know, my abdomen. Okay, wow. And so, um, so like that's how I would that, but that's you know that's a signal. Huh, okay, you know, <laughs> something's a little I, off, right? I, I, probably, I, sh- I should probably go to the bathroom. Right, um, you know, <laughs> and not for, uh, it. Uh, I have never been perfect at it, you know. Accidents happen, but uh, right. No, I that and that's been. I think that's been that's been a just comes with the territory, you know. Wow. Um, and I'll 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 reference this, you know, throughout um, throughout our time together. But my my um, I guess. Uh, Instead of introducing my quote unquote message uh, at the end, I just want to say like my 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 life motto, I guess you could say, for quite some time has been, you know, uh, Lord, how can I take up my cross daily and follow you? Wow, and that's so that's been huge, mm-hmm. and you know, I I may you know I may take longer, I may take longer you know, going to the bathroom, I, it may look differently for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I may take, take longer going from point A to point B, you know, but, you know, just the, like, honestly, I wake up and I think what gets me through the day is that I just, I picture myself, you know, on the road to Calvary with Jesus. Wow. <laughs> wow. I know, Super. I don't want to. Yeah, I, I don't want to make myself cry or anybody <laughs> else yet. Um, but I, I think, I think, um, yeah. I just think like, how else, how how else can I, like, how how else do I get through life if not uniting my sufferings with those of Christ? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that it, it it took years and years and you know lots of trials. Lots of lots of struggles for me to get that mm-hmm. uh, for me to get there, but um, yeah. Sorry, my, uh, tangent. No, 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 not at all. I mean, well, that, that's what I think is so beautiful about our faith is that God chose us to redeem us by using kind of the worst aspects of life. Like, you know, suffering is like a result of sin. And then he decided to use suffering to save us from sin. And so, like, as much as we can still wrestle with the problem of evil, like, God, why do you allow good people to, to suffer? Um, we, can, we can say that, we can say that like, it's not just God, like, up there watching us suffer and just, like, allowing it to happen passively, but, like, he chose to experience it for himself. And so any suffering that we have, like, we can actually say, in a weird way, like God has also experienced this, you know, he's not up there while we're suffering. He's right here beside us. Right. Right. And I just think like, 
you know, I, so, like, I used to wear leg braces. Uh, oh, okay. AFL leg braces. Um, I had a, I had an injury um, a couple of years ago um, to where I, I just, I, I just said, okay, that's, like, God's, you know, encouraging to it, it it was encouragement to seek other resources. So, um, but I just think like, you know, I dreaded, I think I dreaded for years and years having, you know, having to take longer to do things such as mm-hmm. going to the bathroom mm-hmm. or putting on my shoes and braces because it was always, I couldn't just slip on shoes. I had to, it was shoes and braces mm-hmm. and that takes time. And, you know, it's like, I, I think, you know, with the, the, the question of how does it, you know, how does it, um, how does it affect my daily life? Like I, I can't, I can't let it, Hmm. I can't let it because Mm -hmm. that is, you know, that's surrendering to the enemy Mm. and I'm not, not going to do it. I'm not letting that happen and I think you know as I like once I you know switched my mentality to you know that prayer Lord how can I take how can I take up my cross and follow you um uh that just that changed my my life that changed my world mm-hmm. and you know now like now I'm just you know ap- unapologetically me yeah um, and that's which is just a, just a gift, and I mean, I want, <laughs> you know, that's why I chose, you know, that 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 handle, you know, life on the authentic, authentic side, you know, mm-hmm. uh, how can I, how can I, how how can I be authentically unapologetic me? Right, um, right. No, I I so. I think that's beautiful, and I think, um, like God. <laughs> God loves to defy expectations and defy reason and defy what we think, how we think things should go or th- how things should be. And so, um, you know, there's, it's, it's kind of like the, the Bible verse, um, you know, he uses the weak to shame the strong. Like there's something where it's like, okay, our version, our human version of strength is not like God's version of strength. Right. And I'm so glad you brought that up because I, you know, thinking, um, you know, I, throughout my life, I've been told story, like different, uh, uh, stories from my, uh, from my parents' perspective of my birth story. And, hmm. you know, one of the, one of the ways that I feel so connected to my earthly mother is that she, you know, she said yes. Hmm. She said yes to God when countless doctors said no. Um, you know, she had, uh, I was born, I was born up, uh, up north in uh, the Bay Area and countless doctors wouldn't, you know, wouldn't care, uh, wouldn't take her under their care because it wasn't worth it. Wow. You know, um, it was, I was going to be a burden to, you know, my family, to society. I was going to be a, a useless waste of space. Mm. Um, and that if they did see my, my birth through, um, then they would take me, they'd, uh, eventually take me home to die. Wow. And I think, 
I thank God every day that just as, you know, just just as, as Blessed Mother said, yes to God, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just so grateful for for my mother's yes and the continuous um, yes of ver- of various mother um, figures in my life who have all said yes this child this child is precious this child has a a, a plan and a purpose and yeah oh yeah I mean like how how kind of arrogant of, of a doctor to say to to a, a mother like basically like you're not going to love your, be able to love your child and your child's not going to even love being alive. Like, you know, like, uh-huh. like how, how arrogant to just say is not even worth it. You know, it's just, it's, it's really sad. Like nobody, no, nobody's like, Oh, I'm, I, I wish, I mean, I guess there are some people who wish they were never alive, but like how, how arrogant to say, Oh, just because someone's going to have a disability, like they're, they're somehow their life is less. Right, right. And I love, you know, I love, um, I love Psalm 139. Mm. That is like a, that's like a, a mantra for me. Um, you know, I, I, I praise you, Lord, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, wonderful, your wonderful are your works and my soul knows it well. And like that, gosh, that just gives me chills yeah. saying it out loud. Right. Um, yeah. You know, with all with all the things, like, it's just, gosh, God is so good. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so I'm curious, though, like, when you were, so it sounds like you were, you know, diagnosed, I guess, before you were even born, and then, you know, it sounds like your parents were very proactive in, in like, just getting care for you um, from the time that you were young, um, but was there ever a time, maybe early on in your life, where it seemed like you weren't going to make it to adulthood you know (laughs) I don't think I ever had that mentality okay until I don't think I ever had that had that mentality until I reached you know in the uh, in the disability community what we call the the care cliff Hmm. um and so the the sad reality is you know just that I I am, am reaching a rare species <laughs> I'm reaching a, a an age where I you know I am a rare it's it's so so weird to say that like I'm I, I just turned 23 uh-huh and like doctors don't know what to do with me is that is that just because it's rare for somebody with your form of spina bifida to like live to 23 yeah, they there are so many answers. Like I could, there are so many answers to that question. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so many answers. Um, I guess I, I should have um, uh, uh, specified, you know, in the or clarified in the in the very beginning, you know, that spina bifida is often referred to as the snowflake condition, hmm. which can have, you know, can obviously have. Um, strange connotations but um you know but I I just I love that just for the simplicity of snowflakes Mm. they're the most beautiful thing ever when you like when you can look at them you know and they're none of them are 
are exactly the same. Hmm. There are no two, there are never two snowflakes that are ever the same. And, you know, just as we're, we're not the same. We are, I mean, we're alike because, you know, we're, because we're, um, you know, through baptism, through Christ, Mm -hmm. we're, you know, we have that, that unity, but there, but we are, um, I think the most important thing to to remember is that we are, you know, wonderfully made. You know, God has plans for each of us, um, and I I think, you know, even though I'm I, even though I'm in the midst of you know having having people uh, who don't know who don't, who who don't know how to you know how to talk to me who don't know how to how to include me I just it's life is precious from conception through natural death Mm -hmm. therefore you know however you know whatever those plans are that God has you know I'm gonna I'm gonna see it through Mm -hmm. Um, I just think that I think as a child I or really, my entire life, I've never saw, I've never seen myself as different. Hmm. Um, I've seen myself as unique and, you know, made in God's likeness and image, but never different. Never, I never wanted, I never want to be looked at differently. I never, hmm. you know, I, God sees me, he knows me, he loves me, just as he sees, he knows and he loves you and every, you know. He, he knows that he knows all the hairs on your head. Right. You know? And so I just think, yeah, I just think it's like, how could <laughs> I, I often have to think, how can one not, not see how precious life is? Mm. You know, how can one not see what a gift life, life is? And I think it really takes, it really, t- it, really takes dying to self I, I, I love that concept you know like I so I, I love the concept of dying to self and I love the concept of as I will you know say <laughs> over and I'll just say over and over again you know the gift of being able to unite my sufferings with Christ and he knows he knows the day he knows the mm-hmm. hour but until then how can I live my life as a prayer and it's that's really, I'm just, there's so much, God is all over this, this, our, you know, this, this encounter today. Yeah. <laughs> like, as this is the new year, you know, like, it just, I'm, it has me very, very reflective on, yeah. you know, wow, another year that, you know, doctors didn't, didn't think I was going to survive. Yeah. Um, and I guess just another, another little analogy that I like to throw in and um, is that, you know, just as my mother said yes to God, everyone who has said yes in my life, it is like Blessed Mother mm. who has, who said yes, you know, it's like, it's like Mary and Joseph who both, you know, who, who, who both, who both said yes, you know, Joseph was like, kind of like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right, right, right. Are you sure? Okay, an angel said it. All right, I guess okay. Are we sure about this? You know, but I, I often, you know, I've had, I've had people through, throughout my life who 
you know, I've I've seen as I'll just call him Simon. You know, mm. I've I've seen um, like I've had Simons in my life who are like, oh, like I guess I have to do this, you know. But then uh, so many others who are like Veronica, who like op- like with open arms, you know, willing willing to be right there through everything. Yeah, Veronica yeah. was there the whole time through everything you know and it's just it's my favorite (laughs) the passion is my favorite yeah I feel like you'd be a great person to like spend Lent with (laughs) yes oh I I've given I um I've got a couple of I don't know anyway I've got a couple of uh I've given a couple of of uh of Lent talks Uh uh-huh that uh Happy to happy to share it at a different time, but uh, without going too far afield. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm curious because you did mention that, like, you don't really, you know, view yourself as different. You you think God sees, you feel that God sees you just as He sees any other person. So, something that kind of comes up that you'd be able to speak to, sort of in the disability world, is like what kind of language to even use. And and there's sort of we go through phases of like, okay, this is the sort of um, politically correct term and you know sometimes people say like don't even bring up the disability because then you're just totally other- otherizing the person and putting them into a box so do you have any thoughts on like terminology um, when it comes to people who have you know various whether it's a physical or a mental condition like you know how best to refer to those kinds of people you know that's really that's a really interesting question that I don't really I, I don't really give much thought to. Okay. <laughs> um, I, and, uh, I can give it a try. I think, yeah. You know, I think that, as I say, like, I, I don't, I've, I, like, as a, growing up, I was, I was terrified of the word disability. Hmm. You know, I was, because of that, you know, that, that box. Right. And, you know, and, uh, and me, you know, I was a round peg in a square box, <laughs> yeah, right. or, or vice versa. You know? Right. Um, and I, I, I never fit. You know, I, I, I never fit in the norm norms of society. And I love, you know, as I've gotten older, you know, the oh my gosh, I should have written it down. Um, there's <laughs> a uh, there's a, a line in scripture that says, you know, do not conform yourself to mm. the ways of the world. And that is where, like, my, that's exactly where my, like, I guess you could say politics, it stops. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, like, like, I don't, like, I, I don't, I really don't see myself as, you know, I don't, I mean, we're all unique. I I guess to to answer your question, I'm not afraid of saying, you know, yes, I have this, you know, this condition. I have, you know, I, yes, uh, yes, I have even this disability. Um, This is the cross that God is calling me to Mm -hmm. to bear. Yeah. This is the cross that God, that God calls me to take, to take up daily. Right. Not... You know, um, and that's and the same goes for mental health. You know, like I've, I've I've had my struggles with you know anxiety and depression and all of those things mm-hmm. that you know that are perfectly normal. 
I don't know why. I mean, that that shouldn't be normalized. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think, um, but I just think, like, you know, I don't know. People will say what they want to say. <laughs> Yeah. Control over it. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, I think there can be this tendency to get so focused on the language and even sometimes the, you know, certain advocates will, you know, they'll want to talk about person first language in in a sense where, you know, they're trying to be more positive and more inclusive, but it's like, it's still a little bit of a distraction. It's like, no, like you're Anya, you know, you're not. Per, what, whatever you want to say, disabled person, person with a disability, like that is a distraction from the fact that you're Anya and that's more important than what's our label. Like, of course, the, you know, a label is important for, for medical reasons or if you need to get an accommodation or something, but it can almost create this barrier where um, we're just putting people into categories so that we know how to kind of deal with them. And it's like, okay, the best way to be person first is to actually just put the person first. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all life, like, a life is a life is a life. Mm-hmm. We're all human. <laughs> we all, you know, we all have skin. We all have, we've, got, we've all got, got, got a cell. We've, got, we've all got pumping blood, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, um, can you talk a little bit about just sort of like the trajectory of your life, like, kind of, um, you know, did you go through, you know, school normally? Did you go to a special school? Did you go to college? Like, did you go to college, like live on campus? Like kind of like what's sort of the overall trajectory of your, of your life, kind of the cliff notes version, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me your life story (laughs) in two minutes. (laughs) So, you know, born, uh, born in, uh, you know, San Francisco, Mm. uh, born at UCSF. I, um, which I think got a, I I didn't understand, you know, how, um, you know, back then how, how, how incredible it was, you know, to be born at UCSF. Oh, wow. You know, they're, they do have a very, um, their, their termination rate is high, is highest in the, in the, uh, in the nation. Oh, wow. Uh, and it was, and it, it was only, uh, it, it was at its peak when I was born. Wow. So it's the highest, they've got the highest, um, to my knowledge, it's the, it's the highest termination rate in the nation. Um, so I was, you know, I was born there. And so they're good, you know, that being a, a kind of a, an example of, you know, why, why things were so uh, so rough as mm. far as um, temptation and, mm. uh, and sin, and you know, you know, I was born born up up north. Um, I was receiving care. I received care for a few years uh, up there, and then my dad was transferred um, down down here for work. Uh, he's been in he's been in bank, in uh, banking since I okay. was born. He's mm. a, it's an art. Uh, he's a graphic designer by uh, by by uh, by school. By okay. But, uh, <laughs> but works in banking. Been banking for twenty three years. Oh wow. Um, great at it. Great at it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I, I, can, I can never. I hate math. Yeah. Same. I'm like. I'm lucky. I can count. <laughs> 
um, but so, okay, so I'm the oldest of four girls, and I, I like to specify biologically, because, you know, as I've gotten older, my, my, my family has grown, my family in the church has grown, mm-hmm. um, I think what, from what, from what my, 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 my parents have, have shared, you know, like, my birth was kind of a very pivotal moment for them in mm. their faith life. Wow. Which, and, um, you know, they were very young. Mom was 20. Wow. Wow. It's very, very young. Um, and that that's a lot of the, you know, that's a lot of the, that's a big, that's a good person, you know, of my story. Mm-hmm. Um, that they, they were just kids, mm-hmm. you know looking for their, their, their own purpose in life. Um, and God, you know, God gifted them the gift of another life wow. to, to say, you know, your light to, to say just as your lives are a gift, mm-hmm. each child's life is a gift. And so, um, and so, you know, we, we would go to church. Um, my, my, my mom, uh, took us to, to church because um even though my or so my my dad um (laughs) often um i think of you know i just have that that holy family image in my head Mm -hmm. where um you know my mom wholeheartedly said yes and um my dad was just you know kind of there like Okay, <laughs> so, I guess we're doing this. Right, know? right. Uh, but the but they have so so wholeheartedly, you know, given given of themselves. Mm. Um, you know, my my mom grew up in a very musical family, and so um, she everywhere she went, basically from the time I was born, every everywhere she went, um, she got herself wound up with the music ministry. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, she's been teaching, she's been a choir, she's been a music director for years and years and years. Um, I don't know my life without choir. Wow. <laughs> I don't know my life without music ministry. You know? Yeah. I'm in, I'm in uh, the music ministry uh, for my parish now, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, uh, and so, Music, you know, we we hear um, through, uh, from from Saint Augustine that when we uh, use music to uh, when we use music to glorify God, we're praying twice. Mm, yeah, and that has been a huge outlet for me. So music, music, music. Yeah, you know, um, when when my friends were playing sports, I'm gonna say it, able-bodied sports. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Normal. So when they were off playing sports, I was, you know, I was learning to play the violin because mm. I didn't have to worry about my balance. I could, I could do it sitting down. That's true. Yeah, music yeah. is an upper body thing usually, unless it's like upright bass or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so I think, you know, I just think, you know, I, yeah. So I had music. You know, God was in. God was showing me what my gifts, what my talents were in that, you know, and um, that's the, I think, the, my, my favorite time to be with my family is, um, 
which is which can be very challenging, um, very very challenging. Um, but my favorite time to be with, with my family is when we are you know singing and playing for mass, mm. or you know having just jam uh, jam worship sessions, or yeah. jam secular <laughs> sessions. Yeah, just music, like music is our happy place. Yeah, and um, so that you know that that's been a huge part of my life. Um, I was. At, I was also, you know, while my dad was going through this period of, you know, re- re- reversion, which lasted 13 years, wow. you know, I was, I was in public school, um, so went through public school uh, my, my whole life, basically, mm-hmm. um, through, through college, <clears throat> and, um, but when I was, when I was little, I, I saw that my dad had to, my dad had to, had to be very careful about his faith, hmm. about talking, you know, he had to, he had to, t- he had to be very careful about who he talked about his faith with. Um, like just because of his job or? Yeah. I mean, and I, I don't know the specifics. I just know, I just know that, you know, there was, there was many, many years where he, where we, we wouldn't talk about it. We hmm. would, we would go to church but there was no, there was nothing. I mean, we, you know, we would um, pray the rosary on the way to school. Yeah. Um, you know, there was uh, four of us, you know, with my uh, five, including my mom. So we each took a decade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. Uh, we had a, we had about a 20 minute commute to school. Um, by the time we got to middle school, it was about 20 minutes. So finished, uh, finished an entire rosary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which is great, but I think um, you know, I think, uh, I think it's just so interesting that like, it took my dad's reversion, really, because he was he was born and raised Catholic mm. and then left. But I think it took his reversion for me to have a conversion. Wow! You know, my I I went through you know years of you know I, my elementary all of elementary school was um was you know catechism mm-hmm. so i i was in public school but i was but because couldn't talk about I couldn't talk about god in school right so, <laughs> so talk about god and catechism right right and so i was i like uh, i've I'm, I'm i'm friends with I'm very, very close with lots of people who, who, you know, were my catechists growing up who, who jokingly say, yeah, you, uh, you should have taught that class. I don't. Oh, wow. I was just there to, I was just, I was just there because adults are required. Right. I'm just there to supervise. (laughs) (laughs) I was just there because, you know, because adults were required to be in the room. So my, my godmother today will, will say that. Yeah, no, you, uh, you're. You you have a lot of you know knowledge knowledge and wisdom and I uh, I, I have to attribute a lot of that to her you know wow um, I be, I think because of you know because of having years and years of doctor's appointments mm-hmm. and you know just medical crises and things um, a lot of that was kind of oversought in a way although I was we were physically supported spirituality as well absolutely mm-hmm. like um i love i i am so grateful for my earthly cheering section just as you know 
the saints in heaven are my heavenly cheering section. Yeah. You know, and, we, and we've all got that. Like, we've all got communities, whether it be parish, nuclear family, you know. Um, so when I reached high school, my, uh, I was very much, it was a very rough, you know, just a rough, uh, those rough teenage years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For lack of better words, those you know those 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 very rough teen teenage years where I, you know my, you know I being the 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 oldest child, let alone a girl, mm. with, uh, having two grown women in the house, right? Uh, my, my poor father, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but but you know like I think like so my my mom and I for for years were just struggling to, you know, come together, I think, you know, because she, we're all just trying, we're all just trying our best. Right. We're all all just trying our best, you know. And throughout, um, throughout my family, um, there's a lot of uh, addiction, Mm. a lot of of addiction uh, in various, you know, various forms. And, um, there's a lot, and for for those of us who who aren't, you know, active, uh, actively partaking, it's like, what do we do? Yeah. You know, I've been blessed to, you know, find find ways to to hand to cope with that, and uh, and so I think uh, I think I thank my. Um, <laughs> My, you know, my parish family, who has, who by the time high school, though it though it, it was rocky and with my family of origin, um, my my parish family stepped up wow. and became my adopted family. Wow. My my now godmother, you know, because I so um, you know I was I was baptized in the hospital when I was baby. Mm-hmm. But, um, and my 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 paternal grandmother is my, my is my godmother, but she um, she lives in in the UK. So oh, wow. um, we've she's always been a, one of my best friends. But she basically gave you know she basically gave my 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 godmother permission, or hmm. she asked her to please take this on because, oh. you know, she needs someone right there. Yeah. And boy, is my god, boy, is my godmother right there. Really? <laughs> she has been a rock for me since I was, you know, since I, since I was a freshman in high school. You wow. Know? Um, I referenced, or I, I mentioned that, like, my parents were so young when they had me, mm-hmm. you know. By the time, you know, the last milestone that the doctors gave them, which they had to, you know, they had to listen to, or they had not, not listened to, but they had, like, that's all they knew. Right. They were just, they were going based off of, you know, what they knew, and um, high school wasn't there. High school wasn't in, you know, any of the textbooks or right. anything. Right. Like, <laughs> They're like, the, the book yeah. ends. We don't have the next volume. <laughs> it hasn't been written. What's the, what's the, yeah, what's the next volume, <laughs> the next cha- uh, page or chapter, you know? And so, um, and so I, uh, I, my, uh, the, sorry, 
words. Summer <laughs> of my eighth grade year, I was in a uh, horseback riding accident. Oh gosh! I was um, I was training for the 2016 Olympics. Wow. Um, I so so I did find so yeah, I guess in addition to music, you know, early on, I, uh, my uh, an angel came into my dad's life and uh, introduced me to adaptive horseback riding. Yeah. So I rode for 13 years, and then that, or 10, however, I, don't, I rode for, for a number of years, yeah. and that ended, you know, in 2015 when I um, was in an accident where I was thrown, and the, uh, <laughs> so I have no feeling in my back from, you know, from that point below, and below, right? Yeah. Um, this made it worse. Wow. In a way, like, like it, it, there was more damage there. Wow. Um, that I still, you know, I, I still have, um, have those symptoms from, but, um, you know, I, I do have, I, I've grown in, you know, community, not just like in my church family, who has been so amazing. They've always been there. I don't know my life without them. Um, but, you know, just being able to find these communities, mm-hmm. these different um, communities that that I, I, I can be myself. I don't have to conform to, you know, other people's standards. Yeah. Um, or, or expectations or things. Yeah. So, you, you, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going to ask. So you, you had mentioned like kind of your dad having a reversion that's sort of sparking a conversion for you. So can, are there specific like milestone moments that you feel like your faith kind of really emerged or where you felt like you really heard from God or, or had some kind of like sort of spiritual experience that really like puts you more firmly on this path? You know, I think... Yeah, I want to say yes, mm-hmm. um, and it's looked different throughout different um, throughout different times in my life. Um, it's 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 looked very different. Um, you know, I've had close. I've I've had over a dozen um, surgeries. Wow. You know, yeah. Different to uh, so they had to close my back. Wow. Um, and they had to. I've had a, I've had a couple of brain surgeries. Really? Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> that's the so I, I've had a couple of brain surgeries. That's um, it's it, I I have a secondary sorry um I have a secondary it's kind of a secondary diagnosis that they that you often you'll hear about um in in a spine in a spina bifida diagnosis um it's called hydrocephalus mm-hmm. so. So hydro meaning water, cephalus, the cephaly, so the brain, mm-hmm. so hydrocephalus, to where you know my, um, so the my balance issues and so the my minor mobility issues uh, do stem from you know my cerebellum being crushed mm. by the by the weight of water that. I was born with on my brain. Um, so, wow. but so now I have a, sh- I have uh, what's called a shunt that goes, uh, that's drilled into my skull. Um, there's a needle. So there's a needle, a needle that, that goes in, that goes into the, 
again, I'm getting all, you know, technical, but basically there's a, um, it, it's a device that relieves pressure. Oh, wow. And, and spinal fluid because, um, cause if you, cause when, um, and I didn't, what I, I didn't mention this before, but, uh, with spina bifida, uh, it's a buildup of spina, uh, buildup of spinal fluid. Okay. Uh, in, so the, so with my back, with me being born with an open back, I it was because there was a buildup of, of spinal fluid hmm. and had, that had nowhere else to go and where else to go than up. Right. <laughs> you know. So does the thing uh, you have now, does it like drain somewhere? It is, it's, it's, it's constantly draining into my stomach. Really? Oh, wow. It's constantly, so it's constantly, yeah, it's, um, it's constantly draining, draining into my stomach. Um, and it's just, yeah, just hanging out somewhere down in my stomach. I don't know. Wow. I guess, I guess that's like not dangerous. Yeah. I don't even know what spinal fluid's made out of. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, but I, um. I actually, I just had a, uh, an appointment with my, my neurosurgeon, and I, for the first time ever, got to see photos of, you know, I mean, I've, I've seen them, but I've never really paid attention, um, but he, for the first time, he, sh- he shows me exactly where, you know, all the tubing is. Wow. Like, oh. oh, my gosh. I, I guess, yeah. maybe, that I wonder if that keeps you hydrated, like, the fluid going into your stomach. <laughs> no, actually, quite the opposite. Really? It, yes, it is very dehydrating. Wow. Because my body, so, yes, it's it's really interesting. Like, yeah. I have to stay doubly hydrated, basically. Really? Wow. And, and so I can go, so I, I can go, I, I can get dehydrated very easily, um, and that can, um, that can be bad. Hmm. I've had, you know, I... Um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to, to say this, but like, you know, and going back on, I guess, on the original question, um, I have, I can only, I can only see God. I can only see that it's God, Mm. you know, through all of the dozens of surgeries. Yeah. That's the only way, he's, he's the only way I, any of us got through it, you know, it wasn't just me, it was my, it was me and my, 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 my earthly and heavenly chairing section, you know, prayer warriors. Yeah. Like, how did this anybody get through that, but through prayer, you know, and. Right. Um, and I, I just, I, I have to. I don't, um, I know that, uh, I mentioned, you know, not being able to talk about God in school. Right. God found, God found me in school. Really? <laughs> God, God, God found me throughout school. Yeah. But, but I never, you know, I, I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to, what to do with it. But, you know, um, I think it was probably, um, I had a shunt failure. I had a double shunt failure in, um, I think it was 2012, I want to say, maybe just 2010, um, where, you know, they, they had to completely replace all of it twice. Wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) 
because something happened. I don't even know what happened, but something happened, and it and the first one failed. Just com- the first, uh, the first replacement failed completely. So I had two shots in twenty four hours. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Um, but uh, I think that honestly, you know, the like, like being asked, you know, how did you survive that? That's a that's an invasive brain surgery, right? <laughs> It's like, that's a pretty invasive, you know, and I've had a total of, I think, four of those, four, like, four or five of those, um, you know, and I, it was, honestly, it was all of the, all of these years of catechesis, mm. you know, that finally clicked somehow where, to where, you know, my, my head knowledge became heart knowledge. Yeah. And, you know, and so now, now I can you know, so appreciate the Stations of the Cross, mm. you know, um, even, even Christmas, you know, with it, you know, beginning with, you know, the Annunciation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's how that's how those that's how Jesus that's how the incarnation started. So yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that's the right one, right? Yeah. So I, I think you know, with like just the beginning of the Annunciation and like her yes to God from that point forward and just you know how we hear about you know just the circle of life right yeah i mean like saint paul talks about you know putting on christ jesus and he talks about you know dying and rising with christ and like the whole paschal mystery is supposed to be like reproduced in our own life and so at different points in our life we can see crucifixion moments and resurrection moments and Calvary, you know, road to Calvary moments and annunciation moments. And, you know, all these things, like there's sort of a biblical almost blueprint for, uh, you know, that, that, that's supposed to not just be this like external, like this is salvation history externally, but also this is my salvation story. Like my history of salvation is also following this kind of pattern. Maybe, maybe not in the right, the same order, but Sure. No, absolutely. <laughs> and I uh, honestly, I couldn't have said it any. I, I love that, you know, um, and I love, I just, I love that in a lot of ways, you know, those, those, those nine months for my mom, that yeah. was, you know, that was essentially in a lot of ways, um, a, a road to, I don't want to say Calvary. And yes. Right, right, right. But it, it was it was a road. It was the, the beginning of her path into the unknown. Yeah. You know? We, yeah. We hear all of this, you know, fear of the unknown. Right. That's, you know, that's that's what all those doctors had. Right. Um, but they were giving into the fear rather than exploring the Right. Unknown. Yeah, the adventure. What I... What, do you mind me asking, was she, was her and your dad, were they married at the time or was this like a very unexpected, you know, pregnancy? That is a very good question. Um, they were, um, they had celebrated their courthouse wedding. Okay. A okay. Couple of months be- okay. A couple of months before I was born. Okay. Yeah. August, I want to say like middle of August around, uh, the feast of the assumption somewhere, mm-hmm. like the 11th or 12th. So they were very young. They were kids. Not, and it's not to say that like I'm the only reason, you know, they got married. Right. Um, they, 
I mean, they are both now, they're both very, they're incredible people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, They did. I was in, they, uh, they did have their marriage blessed when I was about 18 months. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, they, they had their marriage blessed actually, um, in my grandmother's home parish. Wow. (laughs) Or not, not, not home parish. She was born in Ireland, but they, um. Uh, the parish that, you know, my my dad basically grew up in. And um, so now I have, you know, so now, you know, childhood me has this dream of having a, of one day having a destination wedding. Yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, and I, you know, I've, uh, and so we'll see, we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. But no, they are, yeah, so they are, they are married, um, and you know, I, I I think like every family has their has their struggles, but I sure. um, and this year has been a challenge particularly. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they are probably one of the most amazing couples I know. Wow! In that in their example of you know the Holy Family, yeah, the love, you know, the love of the family. Um, there for much of my life, you know. It's been uh, forget about me. Mm. I love you. Wow. And that spells and that spells family. So F A M. Oh. Oh. Oh my gosh. That's I love that. Oh my gosh. I wow. I never heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I uh, wish I, I I wish I could remember the the name of the priests the priest or the the guy that uh, introduced that concept to my yeah. family. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Shout out to him anyway. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I can't. I can't think of his name. Yeah. But, but anyway, so yeah, I, I just think. Um, but that that first, you know, my my mom's first yes to God, mm-hmm. you know, beginning with my life was yes to God and yes to my my father, who it's like they're they're in this together. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So I have I have one kind of one more big question before we sort of start to wrap up. But I'm curious, you know, because you talked about you've had so many surgeries and, and, and certainly that's been a way to really experience God's providence um, in your life. You know, there's it's kind of miraculous that you're you're still here. And, and that's that's amazing. But I think about when I read the Gospels, there's so many stories of like Jesus miraculously healing people. And like on the one hand, it's so beautiful that he prioritizes those who are suffering, those who are sick, those who are, um, you know, kind of look cast out of society because of their illness or, or disability or whatever it is. Um, but I can also see how maybe some of those stories might be uncomfortable. Cause you're like, well, why, why haven't I got this miraculous healing the way that, you know, the paralyzed man whose friends lower him, from from the ceiling or or like the you know the man born blind or, or whatnot. So I'm curious how you kind of interact with with those stories of of Jesus healing people in the Bible. I I love that. Um I love I love that, you know, so much. Um I I think as part of my own part of my, my own conversion mm-hmm. of heart uh heart, mind, body. Yeah. <laughs> heart, mind, soul. Um my my own conversion was such that I I don't I I I I haven't in a very long time anyway prayed for that wow prayed for any sort of miraculous he, 
healing. Yeah. Other than, uh, other than God, you know, use me. Wow. You just use me. I, 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 I don't want to be different mm. because I'm, in, because I was, you know, I'm made in your, in your likeness, in your likeness and, and image. I don't want to be different. Use me, you know, however you will as a vessel, as an, as an instrument of your peace, you know, and, uh, I think a lot about, you know, just that I have gifts mm-hmm. that nobody else has that God is using, you know, for his glory. There's a, a line that I heard in a song, um, that, you know, I, the, the song's called, can, uh, called Canvas and Clay mm-hmm. and talks about, you make all things come together for mm-hmm. your for your glory and for your good. And so, you know, God is the artist potter. I'm, you know, I'm the canvas, I'm the clay, I'm the instrument. Yeah. Uh, you know, just use me. And I, I don't, I wouldn't, I would not wish for any different because as we hear in the mass, you know, Lord, I'm not worthy that, mm. that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Um, and I I feel so connected, you know, to the rest of the church. Yeah. Through that, through that line alone. And like, he's, he's already, he's already healed. He's already done what he's going to do. He, you know, by, by his own suffering and death. Right. Well, it's like, I, yeah, I think about the story of um, the man who is healed, uh, you know, the paralyzed man let down. And, and the first thing Jesus says to him is your sins are forgiven. Um, and then he does the the physical healing. But I think it kind of does signify like that inner transformation is actually more miraculous than the outer transformation. Not And, and he does these outer transformations sometimes as a sign of his power. But, um, you know, he really wants to like as um it says a lot in the old testament like give us a new heart and um you know put his spirit within us and transform us from this inner way that is what re- is really what elevates us to like become partakers of the divine nature right right and i think you know he's through that through those words you know he's 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 inviting all of us to the heavenly banquet yeah, those words alone, and it's and my um my my prayer is just how okay how can I you know use my gifts and talents to to help others to um to grow you know in grace wisdom and stature mm. you know, in favor with God and man um that's my favorite line by the way really. That's actually, I'm actually very curious about that because that's, that's, that's always been a puzzling line to me because you think about how Christ, you're like, well, he was already God. He was already perfect. And yet he's growing in grace and wisdom and stature. So I'm, I'm curious what, what about that line, like makes it your favorite? What strikes you about that? You know, I think I, I, it puzzled me for a long time. Yeah. I had that, you know, I had to sit particularly with the the part that says in favor with both God and man. Mm, yeah. 
Um, you know, with all of the, uh, with, you know, with all the people who were, you know, you know, the soldiers mm-hmm. trying, trying to, to, to crucify Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think just a lot about, you know, that line, like in favor with both God and man, how can I, how is this possible? Um, but I think, you know, when grow up, when focusing on growing in favor with God, mm-hmm. he puts other, like he'll put others, he'll put people in my path who he sees fit mm. to be on, to be in my path, you know, um, people who, who teach, who can teach me how to, you know, have grace. Mm. Uh, <laughs> people at the grocery store <laughs> who think I'm, I'm too slow or, you know, <laughs> I'm, you know I'm, I'm stumbling, you know, trying to reach something on a shelf. Right, right. I'm, like, I'm losing my balance because I can't hold my crutch mm. and, <laughs> and grab something at the same time, you know, um, or like I'm, or I'm like going slowly through like an aisle, you know, with a car, with my cart and people want to like shove around me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's. You know, that takes a lot, a whole lot of grace. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, God bless you. Right, right. You You are a child of God, and I love you. Yeah, right. You know, um, so I just think, um, I just think with so many, you know, stories of scripture, you know, that we hear about, you know, in, um, as far as the, the, uh, the blind man or mm-hmm. the, the paralytic um, and things like that. Um, you know, we hear so many of those. And so those, you know, the, those stories of, of triumphant overcome, because that's a try that is God turning a trial mm. into a triumph. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. You know, he, I mean, he took his, he, he took, Christ took his own life, and he went from trial to triumph, Mm -hmm. you know? He went from victim to victor. Mm. And I think I don't, and so I, I just think a lot about, you know, how, how I, I just, I look up to those, like, those stories are honestly how I seek to live my life, you know? How can I, how can I use this trial and, you know, triumphantly celebrate in heaven yeah like that'll be where that's where i that's the that's the end goal right right like this is just uh this is just a temporary passing you know Mm -hmm. but uh uh, passing through but you know how can i what can i do now to make that that celebration more joyful wow yeah no it's true because i do think like the the victory is in proportion to the struggle, like the greater the struggle, the greater the victory. Like, you know, if I, if I just get up and walk out that door, it's like there, you know, I accomplished my goal of exiting the room, but like, that's not really much of a victory, you know, like there wasn't really much struggle. I mean, it's also not really that big of a thing to accomplish, but like, you know, heaven, I mean, heaven, I think we will experience it kind of in proportion to the suffering that we persevered through in this life. Amen. Amen. Oh man, this has been awesome. So I guess to kind of wrap up, like, you know, you've, you've, you've done a little bit of speaking and you do some writing and stuff like that. Do you, what do you sort of feel is your, 
overall message that you're really trying to share with the world? You know, I knew that question was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Drawing a blank, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I just, my, you know, my prayer is just, my prayer is just, you know, to be the only, sorry, phrasing this terribly, um, but I, 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 I would just want to say that, like, my prayer is that I be the best, the best version of my, of my, my broken, my trialed human self. Mm-hmm. And that I can help others. Mm-hmm. Like my, my prayer is just my, my prayer is honestly to be able to help others to grow in grace. Yeah. With and in favor with both God and man, because ultimately, um, ultimately, our you know we are rightful heirs to the throne in heaven, and yeah. so that's that's where that's where I that's where I, I want to be, mm. that's where I want to go, but I can't do it alone. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. No, that's beautiful. Um, and, and I love how you often almost like put yourself in, um, you know, these different points in the life of Christ, you know, whether it's the Annunciation or, you know, the finding in the temple or the road to Calvary that, um, you just have this, this real union with Christ that I think is so remarkable. Um, and yeah, just really beautiful. Like I can just, you know, you just, you just have the, the fruits of the spirit are so manifesting you that just love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, all that. It just radiates from you. And I just think this conversation has been a real gift. Um, and I think it will, it, it will help a lot of, a lot of people too, as you said, grow in grace and wisdom and stature and, you know, grace of God and man and all those favor of God and man, all those things. Um, I think we need these, these reminders, um, a lot. So, Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much, Anya. Uh, and I look forward to chatting with you again sometime. I am looking forward to part two already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. God bless. Oh.